Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 393 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Ariane. And she writes, I would like to finish my pedal course and move on to a hymn improvisation class, perhaps the one on the lowest level. Which one would that be? So, Osha Ariane is our total organist student, and obviously she wants to take those courses which are the most beneficial to her. And... Um, now she is on the course to finish the pedal work and uh, moving uh, to the hymn improvisation class. And um, you know, I have uh, created early in in early, in early days this level one course of uh, organ hymn improvisation master course. Uh, would you like me to tell our listeners about it? Sure. Go ahead. So, this course uh, is a video-based course, and and I recorded uh, those videos in my church, Vilnius University St. John's Church, with the hope that people can um, develop the skill of playing two-part chorale improvisations, just two part for this level. Does it uh, sound um, doable? Sure, I think it's much easier to control two voices comparing with four, for example. In our organ playing master course, it's of course just one voice at level one. You start with solo voices, but with him improvisation, one voice would mean probably just a theme, and uh, the theme itself is not improvised. Sure, you really need to have some support to a melody. Mm-hmm. So I'm treating uh, this course like a counterpoint in practice course. You know, counterpoint, we have five species of counterpoint, and um, this system is devised to be very systematic for for learning uh, 
later uh, types of polyphonic writing, such as fugue. Sure. Do you like counterpoint, Osha? Yes, I like it. It has strict rules. Which pieces is your favorite? Do you mean written in counterpoint? Mm-hmm. I never thought about it in such a way. And what is yours? Maybe we should first talk about uh, what those pieces are, right? Sure, tell us. The first species, counterpoint, and the beginning of my course is when the choral notes move uh, at the same time as the counterpoint melody moves. In other words, note against note counterpoint, one on one. So, there we have some rules, you know, like to to move in opposite direction than the melody, to avoid parallel fifths and octaves. What else? Uh, to play in sweet sounding intervals such as thirds and sixths. And that basically creates a very basic, simple. Uh, disposition of voices and the melody could be in the soprano or in the bass as well. Do you think Osha that uh, Ariana could benefit from this beginning? Well I think any musician would benefit from this beginning because most of musicians at some part at some point of their life actually have done no exercises in species counterpoint. But Usually they do in written form only. Well, it just matter on how advanced you are because to write it down it's easier because you have time to think. Mm-hmm. When you are playing it, you know, performing it on the instrument, then it's harder. It's sort of a higher level. Mm-hmm. But I think it's beneficial. And even later in life, if your skills are more developed, it's very good to go back to your basics. For example, I find it very fascinating to put in in front of me a hymnal or a choral book book and and just improvise those species of counterpoint. Because although, you know, the rules seem so simple, it's not as simple to do things. Mm-hmm. when you actually start doing it because the simpler rules are you know, the harder it is to achieve you know, a really nice result mm-hmm. and in second species uh, we have um, two notes again one against one so against one choral note you have two counterpoint notes there we have no- neighbor notes passing notes allowed and this gives more Possibilities already. Mm-hmm. And in species number three, we have four notes against uh, one. Like uh, imagine a whole note in the soprano and quarter notes in the bass, or vice versa. So we deal a few weeks with that. And then fourth species deals with syncopations where you create dissonances, like intervals of 7th or 2nd or ninth, 
or a fourth in, in this case it could be a dissonant too. So basically it teaches you to do suspensions. Mm -hmm. Yes, syncopations are about suspensions. And we finish this course with, with mixed species in, in number five. And there, there you can combine all those previous movements in quarter notes and half notes and in syncopations as well. It seems like, you know, when you are learning these five species of counterpoint, you could actually improvise a nice set of variations. Even in the first level, when you have... Uh, only two voices. Only two voices, yes. you already have two variation possibilities. And on the organ, you can actually expand with different registrations. It's very beautiful, too. Imagine playing uh, choral melody with the reed and the counterpoint with the principal, for example. And then you switch with another reed in the bass and uh, with a flute combination in the soprano, for example. And it sounds really convincing, even at this level, note against note. I've tried it before and even did live streams on Facebook and people reacted nicely to, to that and I, not only people but uh, myself I'm listening from the distance uh, sort of as a listener and uh, I would think that in a service uh, church service environment this could be done even at, in the liturgy too sure but of course after a few weeks you move to the second level and you can do two notes against one that's like a jump to the next level and very exciting so guys uh, we hope that everyone who is interested in chorale based improvisation can take advantage advantage of this course because it's just a foundation level one from there you can add uh, the third voice obviously or you can do ornamented chorales where the where the choral melody is no longer stationary but but in itself it can have species like two notes like choral melody could move in half notes or in quarter notes as well that's another creative path to take and in species number five in that level both voices could move in in imitation and in unpredictable ways creative creating polyphonic duets not unlike um, palestrina and orlando de lasso would write and uh, for organ composers uh, would mean samuel scheidt easily and of course swelling yes we all know we're masters of counterpoint right thank you guys this was vidas and usha Please send us your wonderful questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. 
Thank you very much for your essays, courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vides and Osha. Thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total-organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.